like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chris Connolly on the line. He's the owner and fund manager over at Contrarian Investments. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me on. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at uh, Contrarian Investments and uh, how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. Uh, how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I mean, I always have had entrepreneurship in my blood. Um, my grandfather opened his own construction business. Um, so it's always been, you know, something I've wanted to do. I've, uh, um, yeah, it's just uh, been been part of, uh, you know, um, my goals uh, growing up to uh, own my own business. Um, I After college, I was, you know, had a, um, opportunity uh, that I saw um, in investing, but an alternative for, form of investing because, uh, you know, I graduated during uh, 2008. Uh, during the market downturn, I wanted to be an investment advisor. Um, it's the wrong time to do that. So um, I ended up uh, moving to a different avenue, uh, dealing with sports betting. So that was um, the avenue that I uh, chose. Uh, there's a, you know, I was at the forefront of, um, that becoming really popular, um, enlisted the services of uh, my friend, a uh, um, computer programmer uh, that ended up going over and working at Qualcomm um, pretty high up and, uh, you know, developed a computer model to help predict the outcomes of sports games. And uh, uh, that was just the start of it, was successful betting on my own for some years and then uh, took that and created a full legal company um, in Nevada um, that could do this just as, you know, a regular traditional hedge fund would invest in, you know, commodities or stocks, bonds. Um, my firm specializes in sports betting. So um, quite quite a um, quite a story. So meaning going from obviously you want to be an investment advisor. This happened during the downturn of the market, and now you're and now you're thinking you know you you pivot. So you go to something else that interests you and that intrigues you. Um, there's a lot of people just graduating college or kind of just starting out their career now um, that are listening to this. What kind of advice would you give them in terms of um, you know going about the workforce and uh, trying to trying to go after their dreams? Sure. Yeah, I'd say the number one thing uh, in the beginning is, I mean, I always like to bootstrap my own, you know, ventures. It's, uh, you know, it's easy to go ask other people to put up their money to fund your dreams, but I just figure it's something, um, you know, you owe it to yourself to maintain equity. Also, uh, you just try that much harder. You put that much more effort when you're actually putting your own money up into it. So I didn't just uh, graduate college and just go into this. You know, I, uh, I worked. Um, I worked for a law firm in uh, San Diego upon graduation. Um, the finance is a finance law firm, and I worked in the finance department of it. Um, and you know, it's it a good job. Most people will be satisfied with that. I then moved on uh, 
did a project estimating for commercial, large commercial projects, um, once again dealing with numbers. Um, and it just I, I, is, is great, uh, good money, you know, good opportunity, good potential long term, but it's just not something that, you know, I saw myself doing um, for my whole career. And I had this vision. I'd, be, I'd been successful working on, you know, my side business, which was uh, sports betting, um, and I was very successful at it. So what I did was I saved all my money from uh, my two previous jobs and uh, moved out to uh, Las Vegas um, with my own money and uh, pretty much, um, yeah, bootstrapped my effort uh, myself and was able to prove, you know, that I could make, be successful at this venture, um, in, in, you know, in a, in a small way. Um, and then once I was able to prove that, I was able to take that, you know, uh, those results and then, you know, market it to others that this could be a uh, successful venture long term. So, so yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's my, you know, advice for those graduating is everyone thinks it happens so quick. You got to be patient. You got to put in your own work uh, mm -hmm. before you could expect others to, uh, to, to back you. No, that's great, Chris. Great advice there. Um, I feel like sometimes people just get in such a rush and so many things could happen for them if they just understood understand that it's a process, it takes some time. You know, obviously the people in the media that strike it rich supposedly um, quickly on their first idea or this or that, um, you know, that's a one one in whatever the number is um, that that happens to. And yeah, there's some there's some outliers out there. Um, but to realize that growing a business and everything that you're talking about, it is a process and it can take some time um, to also get your just to get your skills up. Um, let's change it up a bit, it, Chris. I want to talk yeah, well, a little real bit quick, more. To, oh, I was just gonna say, and to your point, Adam, that that's that's great. I just wanted to add that um, that yeah, it's uh, you know you you realize when you make mistakes with your own money, they, they hit a little harder and you're able to, re, you know, you're, you're dialed in when it's, you know, your hard earned money um, at work. So you're able to, you know, put in extra effort maneuver and also, you know, retain um, obstacles and, you know, overcome obstacles a little better. My understanding is when it's your own money uh, on the line. No, I like it. Um, you're right. It hurts more. Um, when when you lose it, um, let, let's uh, let's sure. talk more about what you're doing over at um, Contrarian Investments. So um, you mentioned it's a it's a sports betting fund. Um, let's get a little bit more into that. So what kind of clients are you helping, and and how are you helping them? Sure. And just to start out before that, I mean, there's a lot of sports bets become really popular in the last few years, right? And so there's a lot of people jumping into the space, and they're claiming that you know, uh, their sports investors or their sports, you know, um, you know, advisors. Um, I was the first uh, sports betting hedge fund uh, launched in 2016, uh, worked to get it legalized in 2015. So Senate Bill uh, 443 was passed in Nevada um, in 2016, in 2015. My fund was set up in 2016, the, the first one of its kind. And uh, what I do is an alternative investment. So um, instead of, you know, betting on stocks, uh, having your money, you know, in bonds, um, real estate, this is a uh, totally different, it's not tied to the, the market. So, um, you know, if interest rates go up, the housing market, uh, goes down, whatever the case, it's a hundred percent, uh, diversified. 
and uh, we wager on the outcome of sports contests, uh, particular football and basketball. And uh, using our computer model, we predict the spreads of the game. So um, there's a, you know, I could get into a lot of details on what we actually do to beat the market, but um, it's been called uh, arbitrage. And uh, basically, we're just picking off numbers um, that the market has inflated due to public uh, betters' uh, perceptions. And uh, we bet against those sides, the public, um, on our sides, creating value for us and our investors. And, um, and yeah, and our, our investors are, uh, you know, high worth, net worth individuals. We only could deal with accredited investors. Um, found that out the hard way after uh, a few good years and some good publicity. Um, you can't take a, uh, invest uh, in the investors that are not accredited. So we went through that whole rigmarole last year, um, back to just accredited investors this year. And so far to date, we're up 24.33%, uh, far outpacing the market, and uh, look to continue that into uh, football season in September. So um, you've been at the forefront of this kind of movement and, and being um, one of the first, if, if I believe you said the first, um, sports betting hedge fund. Um, so you see what's happening. You're obviously um, keeping a pulse on it all. What kind of what kind of trends are you seeing in, in that market? Do you think it's a it's going to be a growth sector, that there's going to be more, or and it's going to go further? Or I'm just curious what kind of trends you've seen from your, um, from your vantage point. Yeah, so it's, uh, I mean, I saw this coming, you know, a while ago, and I thought it happened a lot faster, to be completely honest. So uh, back when I started the fund, Nevada was the only state to uh, legally accept uh, wagers on sports contests in the United States. Um, a lot, that doesn't mean it's not a lot of people sure. aren't betting, right? Across the United States, uh, people wager, but they wager in offshore markets, and it's estimated that 150 a billion dollars is wagered illegally annually. Um, so that's a lot of money. Uh, so what happened um, in 2018, uh, the Supreme Court overruled that, you know, there can't be any, that sports betting is illegal across the United States. It's up to the states now to legalize sports betting. And since that's happened, there's been 10 to 12 states that have now legalized sports betting. So you have New Jersey, uh, which has become a big one, um, West Virginia, and, you know, many others. So basically what's happening is that money that's been tied up offshore um, is now coming into the U.S., and it's being, you know, wagered on these games legally here in the States. And, you know, people, um, that that's just the, you know, overall view of sports betting. Now, getting more specific with uh, sports investing, um, what I do is uh, I have a fund set up, um, you know, registered and basically investors, you know, instead of I have some casual investors, some people that are just, you know, they like sports, some people they don't care about sports at all. They're just looking for to diversify their holdings. And what they do is they uh, give me their money. They invest in contrarian investments. I turn around and wager on these games and uh, produce uh, outcomes that it'd be hard to produce on your own just because I've been doing this so long. And, uh, with my, you know, my, um, connections in the industry, uh, uh, particular sports books and, um, you know, able to read lines and get numbers, I'm able to produce returns in this market, um, that 
you know, you wouldn't, it's hard pressed to see in a traditional invest investment vehicle. So Chris, if somebody's listening to this and if they want more, if they're an accredited investor and they want more information on uh, contrarian investments, um, what's the best way for them to reach out and get that info? Yeah, so they could uh, reach out. They could go to the website, contrarianinvestments.net. Um, they could email me, chris at contrarianinvestments.net. Or uh, if they just want to reach out, maybe, you know, they're an entrepreneur and they're just looking for some advice or they're someone that's into sports betting but is not an accredited investor, uh, they could follow me on Twitter at CCON8181. And I share, you know, the plays. They could see some of the betting slips. So they could see, you know, we, we do this with real money, uh, large sums that's of money, awesome. and uh, are pretty good at it. So, so yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, well, hey, Chris, I really appreciate you coming on the show, giving us your background, and also, man, I love, love your bootstrapping advice and what you're and how you're running your business. Um, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Chris, again, thanks for coming on the show.